tuned in to the down south podcast and it's with an f not the th you hear me the down south podcast and man today's episode we just gonna be brief direct calm and collective this is houston i guess week where the memphis tigers play houston uh we host the houston cougars on sunday this will be the first time, I think, where the Tigers have hosted the number one team in the nation inside the FedEx Forum. And it just seemed like it's just so right because this is the last year that the Houston Cougars will be in the American Conference. Um, this is Kendra Davis' last game, Alo last game, Malcolm potential last game, I think. Um DeAndre last game in the form, and I'm saying the form is college players. I'm not going to just say in the form. I'm saying the form is college players because I do think some of those guys will play at the next level in the NBA, whether uh, it's G League or on the NBA team. I do think that they uh, possibly can can make an a, a NBA roster. Uh, but we're going we gonna to preview the game, man. Uh, I'm excited. I, like I said, I will be in attendance. Um, I'll be sitting in the suites for this game. Um, I know the atmosphere. I'm, I'm really, I'm really going for the atmosphere. Um, I, cause I, I just know the atmosphere is going to be electric. Um, I know it's, 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 it's going to be one for the ages. It's 11 a.m. tip off early morning game. Um, I know they probably have the Houston Cougars. Probably projected to demolish us, but I don't. If if, if Vegas is smart, um, they wouldn't. I, I have that. I have that spread in favor of the Houston Cougars. Probably about four and a half, to be honest. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, we we have the um, I guess you can say the two American Player of the Years. Uh, going at it at at is in Marcus Sasser and uh, Kendrick Davis. A lot of people are saying Marcus Sasser will win the award. Um, I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, Mark, don't get me wrong, Marcus Sasser is a, is a tremendous, wonderful player. Um, but I do think Marcus Sasser has the better team around him. Um, I must offer, and like I said, he's he's a hell of a player, hell of a point guard. Uh, really, he's he's more of a scoring guard. Him and Kendrick are probably similar players. Um, I know Marcus Sasser is averaging around 17 points per game this year, 43% from the field. Uh, I think he's shooting roughly close to 84% from the free throw line. Uh, then you got Kendrick Davis. He's shooting. A, he's averaging about 21 points per game. Uh, Kendrick Davis also leads the team in assists, averaging six assists per game. 
Kendra Davis's field goal percentage probably somewhere in 40, I think, maybe 41. Uh, his free throw percentage should be somewhere in 83 to 85. Um, I'm going to start being more prepared. Matter of fact, let me let me look. Okay, here we go. See, I went, I went off that bad. I went off that bad. Hold on, it's warming up. So I see Marcus Sasser, he averages 17.2 points per game. He's shooting from the field about 43%, 84% from the free throw line. I think I, I might have said something close to that. Kendrick Davis, I already knew how many points he was averaging because I take his points every game. Uh, he's averaging about 21 points per game, shooting 41% from the field, 85 from the free throw line. Um and then you have you have the, the the second best player. I think the second best player for the Houston Cougars may be Jamal Sheed. Uh Shed. I I'm hoping it is Sheed. It may be Shed. Um then um next up is the is the uh the freshman that they have over there at Houston. And then of course you know we have DeAndre Williams and um our next up player probably will be uh Dem- Demaria Franklin right now. Demaria Franklin is looking tremendously well. Uh he's shooting the ball like we expected him to shoot from the get-go. Um he's attacking the rim, he's playing defense, he's taking charges. Uh he's talking on defense. That's that's a that's a that's what I look for. When I'm watching the game, I'm trying to see how well is the chemistry of these teams? How well are they talking on the court? Um, if, if a player get on the player, is that player frowning up after the, you know someone gets on them? One of his teammates tell him, "Hey, you missed your assignment." This, this, and that. Body language. Um, a body language tells a lot about well coached teams and well disciplined teams. Um, I can I can go back to last year's watching the Memphis Tigers. The body language was just horrible from <laughs> near about everyone. Um. If somebody said something to a player, it was just like the wave of the hand, like, yeah, whatever. Or I don't, I think that was your fault. It wasn't my fault. It was, you know, just, just all type of stuff. But this year we've been seeing a, a, a well, uh, disciplined team, a mature team. Um, and, and that's what you get when you have, I think you get, I think we have about seven seniors, seven or eight seniors on this team. Um, and we shall see who returns next year. With this freshman class coming in, I think if you can, if you can bring in um, another big at the portal, that's another conversation. Anyways, but let's get back to this Houston preview right now. The matchup predictor has Houston eighty three and a half percent favorites over Memphis, according to ESPN analytics. Um, I don't see anything with the spread. On this game, uh, Houston is five and zero in their last five. Uh, they have their own wins over Wichita State, uh, Eastern Carolina University, Tulane, Memphis, and SMU. Um, their closest game out of those five was, of course, the Memphis Tigers, and that was without Kendrick Davis. And that game that was a eight point game where the Tigers lost. Everything else is plus fifteen where they really just blew out teams. So um then they had a fifteen point win at SMU. So um Memphis Tigers, of course, they are four and five in their last five with their loss to Houston with W's over SMU, Cincinnati, Wichita and UCF. Uh they have a one point 
win over UCF. They have a five-point win over Wichita State, three-point win over Cincinnati, and a 19-point win over SMU. Uh, the Tigers come in looking to really just affect their seeding in the uh, NCAA tournament. Uh, right now, I think they have them as a nine seed. Um, I don't want to be an eight and nine seed. So hopefully if, if we get this dub, we can make some noise in the, in our American tournament and we can maybe move to a seven seed. I think that's the that's the best seed that they'll give us. I don't think they'll necessarily give us a six seed. Um, I think the best seed that they'll give us would be a seven. Uh, they give us a six and I think we'll have to win the American for us to get a six seed. Um, and we'll have to probably beat Houston twice to get a six seed. But really, I don't I don't like the nine seed that we're at right now. Hopefully, we can get to a seven or we can get to a ten at this point because we either gonna play if we if we win the first game, we're gonna play um, a one seed or a two seed. So when it when it all boils down, I don't want to play a one seed. <laughs> I, I, right now they have us playing Illinois first round, which that's whoa, that is just tough. That's a tough game for your first round opponent. And if you win that game, you'll play Kansas. And if you listen to the previous episode, you know that I want to stay away from Baylor, Kansas, TCU, Texas, um, Alabama, Houston. You want to stay away from them teams until you, you know, really make it to the Sweet 16. You're, I'm cool with playing those teams in the Sweet 16 um, because our confidence have been built up. Um, we'll, guys have been of got used to the atmosphere. The nerves probably still be there, but not as bad as, you know, round one and round two. Uh, round three, if we, if we see a, a two seed or a one seed, I'm cool with it. But I just don't want to see um, a one or two C in the in the round of thirty two. Um, so for this game, like I said, the atmosphere is going to be insane. The game is already sold out. Um, I mean, of course I'm going to take the Tigers. I got the Tigers winning in a nail biter. Um, I'm gonna predict the score to be. Uh, I'm gonna go with eighty eight to eighty six. I think it'll be a high scoring game. Um, most of the time if you can if you can score ninety points, you can beat the Memphis Tigers. I think this entire season, every game the Memphis Tigers have lost, the opponents have scored ninety points. Tulane, uh, when they played Memphis at well, the only one would be Houston, but Tulane when they played Memphis at Memphis scored ninety points. The score was eighty nine to ninety. Uh, of course, when they lost to Houston, it was 72-64. Um, another game, Memphis lost was to UCF at UCF, and they scored 107 to Memphis 104. Um, and then Tulane again held Memphis to 89 points, and they scored 96 in a loss at Tulane. Um, then we can go back to the Alabama game. The score was 88-91. to um, I think that ninety that ninety mark is is the magic number. And I don't think they have won a game where the opponents have scored ninety points all season. Um, oh, and Seton Hall, Seton Hall, they lost seventy to sixty nine. That was at the beginning of the season, so I I kind of look over there. But every game they've lost, except Houston and Seton Hall, the team has scored ninety points. Even when they played St. Louis, Memphis had eighty four, St. Louis had ninety. 
Um, so I always say 90, to beat the Memphis Tigers, can you score 90 points? Um, and 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 that's that's not easy to do against a, a, a long athletic team like the Tigers. So if you can score 90 points, you know, the Memphis Tigers are in trouble. And, and those teams that I named um, that I don't want to play in those in that second round, even Illinois, Illinois probably can score 90 points. Um, if if that's just so happened to to match up like Joe Lenardi is saying, but um, if you can score ninety points, you can beat the Memphis Tigers, and there's not a lot of teams out there who can score ninety points. Like I said, I just re- just gave you guys the rundown of the numbers. Memphis has not won a game where the opponents have scored ninety. There's not one game the Tigers have won, and the opponents have scored ninety. <laughs> so, um. That's that's the that's the key to victory if you're the opposing team is to score ninety points. And if you're the Tigers, you're trying to hold team the team under ninety. Uh which most of the time the Tigers they're you know, they're pretty they're pretty good with holding teams under ninety points. Uh they I don't know their defensive rating, but I know that their offensive rating is up this year, which is crazy. I think we're like ranked twenty fourth in office efficiency, um, offensive efficiency, something like that. Uh, it's something insane, um, and so that's that's pretty darn good. And our last game of the regular season is Sunday, and then we head into conference play. Mm, I'm probably going to have a podcast where I preview conference play right now. I just want to focus on Sunday. Uh, like I said, I do have the Tigers winning 88-86. to 86. Um, I think it's going to be a close, hard-fought game. It's going to be good for television. It's going to be good for the American Conference. And um, I just think Memphis sends Houston um, Houston on their way to the Big 12 with an L um, in the regular season. Houston will lose their last regular season game at Memphis to the Memphis Tigers by two points, and the Memphis Tigers will beat the number one team in the country. Um, I've been seeing a lot of talks, people saying, hey, if the Tigers win, are we going to storm the court? I, I wish. I wish we would. Um, but for some reason, since we play at the FedEx Forum, it's, a, it's an NBA arena. We don't we don't get a lot of rules that the that the other, you know, s- schools have where they can storm the court. And, man, we be having about 30 security guards, you know, on the court, then you have like um, like the ushers, ushers, whatever you want to say, that you know help you to your seat. They standing in the aisleway, so you got to run them over probably to get to the court. And we don't want to do that because those those people are pretty nice. They go give me beverages and all that good stuff. Um, but um, if 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 Memphis somehow beats Houston, I feel we should storm the court. Um, especially if the student section is rocking, man, I hope the student section is, is like how it's been the last past two other home games. The student session has been amazing. Uh, we really need that student session to, to, to pop things off on Sunday. I know it's an 11 a.m. game. I wish it was about a 3 p.m. game or maybe a 5 p.m. game, but since it's been an 11 a.m. game, man, we're going to have to, we're going to have to get them juices flowing, man. Got to get them juices flowing, but like I said, it's it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting game. It's gonna be very entertaining. Um, I don't see a blowout on either end. Um, I'll probably be upset if it's a blowout. Uh, if Memphis blows Houston out or vice versa, uh, I just don't see it happening because these teams are, are are pretty 
well matched up more than people think. Um, I, I think Memphis, to me, Memphis wins the point guard battle and also the power forward battle. Um, with a healthy Malcolm Dandridge, the center battle, um, man, the cent- the center battle is really, is really tit for tat. I think, um, I'm trying to think who is, who is Houston center? Is it the Jawan kid? Um, I think it's the Juwan. No, the Juwan guy doesn't even start. So it's, uh, well, because no, because Bowser don't play a lot of minutes. Um, I don't know. I don't even know who who uh, Houston center is, so I can't really compare. And these lineups probably change every so often. Um, then you got Jerace Walker. That's the freshman that I was talking about. He's he's pretty good. Like I said, to me, he's a lottery pick. Uh, I think he was considering Memphis at a point of time. But, of course, you know, we lost that battle to Houston. I'm not sure how serious he was considering Memphis. Um, but it's all good in the neighborhood. It's all good in the neighborhood. Um, he's he's pretty he's pretty he's pretty nice for him to be young. He's he's very versatile. He can he can shoot the ball. He crashes the glass hard, um, and he finishes around the rim. And that's what you look for in a young player. Um, you want to make sure that they can. They're versatile, especially these. Um, especially like these times around with the NBA transitioning into really a five out league. It's what I think the um, the league is really you know looking for. Uh, well, I'm not say looking for it. The league is heading to, but um, it's 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 good. Like I said, it's good for basketball, um, and and I think Jerace Walker is a very very nice player. Hopefully, we can keep him contained. I think I don't think he really got off against us when we played them the first time. Um, I think the first time we played the Houston Cougars, I think it was Marcus Sasser. Who got in his bag a little bit, um, and oh no, it was J- uh, Jawan Roberts, the big guy. He owned the paint that game, and he started the game. He played thirty three minutes. He had twenty and twelve, and but Marcus Sasser did come along with twenty and twenty points, two for five from three, five for nine from the field. So he was pretty efficient with twenty points. I'm pretty sure he got. A lot of those points from the free throw line as well. Um, is his name? I think his name Trevon Mark. He's a sleeper player. If I remember last year, he's the kid that hit the half court shot. Um, that could have been a year before last, but he's a left hand kid. I love left hand guards. If you know me, um, I love a left hand guard because it's something about left hand guards. They are just crafty individuals. I haven't seen a left-hand guard that's not crafty. And I mean from – and that's even from guards who are not that good. I just haven't seen a left-hand guard who just wasn't crafty. Um, but, yeah, I like I like, I like like the Mark kid. Of course, Jamal, he's going to do his thing. He got my name, so, of course, he's going to do his thing. And then um, that's really who I'm that's, – that's the four players that I'm really worried about. Walker, Roberts, Sheed, and Sasser. Um, and then on the Memphis side, 
who we need to step up most most likely who we'll need to step up in this game is we'll need another performance by Elijah McCadden. Um, we'll need a few knockdown tray balls by Jake by Jaden Hardaway, and then we need Demario Franklin to keep giving us what he's been giving us. Um, I look for Jonathan Lawson to be a nice little X factor this game. Um, he's been shooting the ball very, very, very well as of late. Um, it's it's just been it's been it's been one of them years where it's like we don't know what we're gonna get. <laughs> From from our players, but we know for sure Kendra Davis and DeAndre Williams is going to ball, and we don't know who who's going to step up. We don't know who's Penny's going to play. Um, like last game, Penny didn't play KO nor Al, uh, Alex Lomax for whatever reason uh, at SMU. I don't know if that was discipline, disciplinary or late for breakfast or you know any little thing. I don't know what that was was about, but I do know Alex Alex Lomax Alo is. Um, is hampering a uh, growing injury, and those can really be serious. Cause from what I heard, he had ruptured his growing, um, and that's something that that can take a very long time to heal. But by him being a a dog as he is, and this being his last year playing, you know, for the University of Memphis, he's been trying to give it a go. So I think they, um, I think they held him out last game to rest him up for Sunday. Um, I think we. Memphis really wants to win a game because I think it's a seeding thing with the NCAA tournament. And if they, and I feel if they win, if they beat Houston Sunday and they win out and play Houston again in the American and they lose to Houston, I think they'll be a seven seed. If they beat Houston, I think, I really do think they can be a six seed. <laughs> um, so let's, let's hope for the best. Um, we're going to continue to, um, keep up, you know, with the injury report. I don't think that, I think Marcus Sasser had rolled his ankle. Um, I don't even know when it was. I don't know if that was the last game they just played. Um, was that, was that against Wichita State? He rolled his ankle. It could have been, um, but I don't see any, I don't see anything on Twitter, anything about Marcus Sasser questionable about his anchor injury. So I think, I think Marcus Sasser is good to go. So both teams will be fully healthy and that's going to be, um, that's, that's going to be very entertaining. Uh, very, very entertaining. So, uh, nevertheless, Hey, stay blessed. Be safe. Tell somebody you love them. Um, if you if you hear this and you at the Tigers, you know game, I'm man, cheer your heart out. Cheer your heart out because they gonna need it. We gotta get the place packed out. We gotta be loud. You know we going blue and white with the stripes. So that's gonna be kind of lit to see how they gonna do that. And um, man, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for Sunday. Uh, but. Uh, all other man enjoy your weekend stay safe out there stay drive you in the city um and man be blessed tell somebody you love them and your boy is out